Bulls fans, what is up? We are here. We are live. We are finally back. We are finally back. I repeat, we are finally back. We are finally back in the position to be able to compete for championships again. We are finally back in the position to be able to expect to make the playoffs every single year. We have multiple perennial all-stars on the team, and we got some young up-and-coming studs, man. So welcome to the Bulls Fan Podcast, starring your boy TPJ. I am the host of Hoops and Brews. Uh, I am also a producer on a show called Who Got Game, which you can check out on Baron Davis's YouTube.com slash Slick. You can also check out Hoops and Brews and Hoops and Brews Happy Hour on HMBmedia.com, as well as on YouTube.com slash Hoops and Brews. Make sure, if you're watching right now, you drop a like on said video, as well as drop a comment below on what you think your predictions for this bull season is going to be. Very, very excited for what is about to happen. So let's go ahead. Let's hop into the action. So let's get to the hot topic of the day. We already know Lonzo Ball has um, is now a bull sign and trade with the New Orleans Pelicans. It's official. Zoe is a bull. Um, I believe it's three years, $85 million, which is absolutely amazing for Lonzo. Absolutely amazing for Lonzo. I'm glad because LA you know I live in LA they didn't really treat my mans with the respect that he needed um and I understand why you trade for Anthony Davis same reason why the Lakers won championship last year because he was the best player until he got hurt um the Lonzo Ball signing is huge for the Bulls we have not had a point guard since Derrick Rose played for the Chicago Bulls I repeat, we have not had a real point guard since Derrick Rose played basketball for the Chicago Bulls. And we haven't had a consistent point guard since one Kirk Heinrich, who was drafted in the 2003 um, draft. We haven't had one consistently that was consistently a good point guard. And actually, we haven't had one that's been an all-star since D. Rose. And before that, I can't remember the last Bulls point guard that was an all-star. Might have been B.J. Armstrong maybe one year or something like that. Um, but signing Lonzo brings... 14.6 points per game, which I expect to be around 15 to 16 next year. 4.8 rebounds, which I expect to actually jump by about two. And Lonzo, I think, is going to get somewhere around six to seven rebounds a game next year because I think the Bulls will go small with the lineup of DeRozan, um, Patrick Williams, Zach Levine, Lonzo, and then Vucci Main at center, obviously. And I think one through four will play positionless basketball, um, except for, I think, DeMar and Patrick Williams will wind up having to guard, um, you know, all of the, you know, you know, the bigger players, the bigger wings. Uh, but in terms of depth for this Bulls team, I mean, they have crazy, crazy depth. Lonzo is going to immediately come in, bring you 15 to 16 points. He's going to bring you six to seven rebounds. He averaged 5.7 assists, which I expect to actually jump a lot more because Zion Williamson needs the ball in his hands a lot, um, as well as Brandon Ingram. I think Zach Levine is going to need the ball in his hands, but I actually think Zach is going to take a dip this year in terms of scoring. Um, I know um, um, last year Zach Levine scored 27.4 points on 15. Point um, four, four, I'm sorry, 19.4 field goal attempts. He did shoot 50.7% from the field, which is amazing. I expect those shot attempts from Zach Levine this year to be more around 18, 18.4, which means he'll be more around 25, 26 points per game. I do, however, think that Lonzo Ball's um, three-point shooting, which last year he shot 37.8% from the field goal range, although he only shot 41% from the free throw line, which was not great. 
I do think that Lonzo Ball will actually add a lot to the Chicago Bulls this year in terms of um, their shooting. I think he'll be great from the corners. I think he'll be great from the top of the key. Yeah, so DeMar and Lonzo, um, um, I think, are much more of drivers than they are shooters, but I think Lonzo will be able to help them to shoot more threes. I think that um, overall, you know, DeMar is a guy like um, Zach Levine that is a great slasher. They both can get to the rim with ease. Zach Levine is much is a much, much better shooter, obviously, basically shooting, um, you know, 90-50-40 last year from the free throw line, field goal range, and three-point line. Um, but overall, I think that the Bulls are actually in a very, very good spot in terms of their wings. And even if you look at their depth, it's going to be Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Patrick Williams, Nikola Vucevic. Um, and I think off the bench, the way it'll be is Kobe White as the point guard, Alex Caruso, AC Fresh. I can finally root for you now. I'm not a Lakers fan. I've been rooting for the Bulls or the Warriors because the Warriors have been my team since 2004. Bulls have been my team since I was born. Um, I can finally root for Alex Caruso. He's a dirty, gritty type of player who puts forth a lot of effort, plays good defense, will dunk on your ass, can slash to the rim, can hit an open three, and has worked his way up. And I've single-handedly seen him with my own two eyes, so this is not from other people's eyes. I've watched him play Lakers G League games. I've watched him show up in those G League games. I've watched him work his way up into an actual... NBA roster spot two-way contract I've watched him work his way from a two-way contract to being an actual contract to being a champion so not only does he bring championship level experience which no one on this Chicago Bulls team has championship experience so Alice Caruso actually is bringing in some very very valuable experience DeMar DeRozan has been to the conference finals great cool smooth shout out to the LA legend but that's not winning a championship it takes a lot of effort to win a championship and oftentimes you need those veteran guys off the bench that will get your team excited get them wanting to play get them wanting to bring that energy that effort and I think AC Fresh will do that in terms of their depth Troy Brown Jr. is someone that I'm actually looking to step up this year and take um that step is really being like the the true seventh man, the true sixth man on this team. Um, I believe that he has all of the tools and the makings to be able to go out and to execute at a high level off the bench. Um, he was the first NBA player that we actually interviewed on Hoops and Brews, but I truly believe that his athletic ability, his ability to pass on the break, his court vision is good. He has a great ability to get to the rim and he also actually can finish around the rim. I think that he hasn't really had a role. And I think this year, Billy Donovan will carve out that role. And that role is, hey, look, we're going to go small in terms of our wings to try to spread the floor more to make sure that Vucevic can have room and we're going to play four out, one in. We need you when you come in off the bench for Zach Levine or DeMar or Patrick Williams. We need you to score. We need you to play with energy, with pace, score, create plays and shots for other people. So Troy Brown Jr. is another guy off the bench for the Bulls that I think is key. Now, I do think that them trading Daniel Gafford, who has played very, very well in Washington, um, was kind of a crime, but it is what it is. I don't think that they saw that level of effort from him. And I can't blame the Bulls for making the decisions that they made about the players previously before based upon what was there like there wasn't a ton there. You didn't really have a true leader. Um 
which I think Lonzo and DeMar will actually bring true leadership to the Bulls. Um, it's no offense to Zach Levine, um, you know, and now we can kind of transition away from depth because Laurie Markkinen is definitely probably going to be gone um, either to the Mavericks or to the Hornets. They're trying to figure it out um, just in terms of who's getting traded or whatever because the Bulls offer Laurie Markkinen $15 million a year. He declined it. So the Mavericks and the Hornets are the two teams to be on the lookout for Laurie Markkinen. And then Tony Bradley off the bench is not really a bench. So the Bulls don't really have much depth in the front court, which is another reason why I said I believe Troy Brown Jr. will actually be big for this team. So if we look at DeMar DeRozan last year, played extremely, extremely well for the San Antonio Spurs. 61 games, he played 33.7 minutes. He shot 49.5% from the field goal range, 25.7% from the three-point range, which was awful. But he did shoot 88% from the free throw line. Now, I do know that DeMar had a stretch over the past, I think, two years in which he did not attempt a three or hit a three for 12 months, I believe it was. We don't need that in Chicago. DeMar has to be aggressive taking threes in Chicago. If he is not aggressive in taking threes and at least giving me three attempts a game, this Bulls team is going to be very, very easy to defend because then you're going to solely rely on Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, and a second-year guy in Patrick Williams. That's a recipe for a disaster to me. I'm sorry, it is. Also, I think that DeMar is a guy that was an Eastern Conference player and, you know, when he was playing for the Raptors and DeMar plays very, very well versus teams in the East. If you look at it, DeMar has averaged 20 point per game. I'm sorry, 20.6 points per game plus versus the Wizards, Brooklyn, New York, Atlanta and Miami over his career. All five of those teams were playoff teams last year. So expect for DeMar to actually play very, very well versus Eastern Conference competition. I actually look for DeMar this year to average a couple more points than he averaged last year. Um, so I think DeMar averaged, DeMar DeRozan last year averaged 21.6 points per game on 15.1 field goals. That is incredible. I think DeMar will actually wind up averaging around 23 this year on about 17 field goal attempts. And I think Vucevic actually will take a step back. He'll probably take about 17.5 to 18 field goal attempts a game. And rather than averaging 21.5 points per game, I look at Vucevic as being more of a 19 to 20 point per game scorer this year on a higher field goal percentage. Last year, he only shot 47.1% from the field goal range. I believe that this year he'll be more around that 49 to 50% mark, which is what you want to see. I think that in terms of the Bulls' overall field goal shooting percentage, last year they ranked 10th in the league in terms of field goal shooting percentage at 47.6% uh, from the field goal range. DeMar is going to help you with this. DeMar is a guy that shoots around 50%. He's going to help. I think Lonzo hurts because Lonzo historically shoots around 38 to 40%. But I do think from the three-point line, last year the Bulls shot 37% even um, from the free, um, sorry, from the three-point line, which was 13th in the NBA. I do think that Lonzo will help with that because I think Lonzo will be a guy that you know you know we all I think um we don't forget how bad his shooting motion was but his shooting motion used to be pull across the body go all the way up and then let it go it was very very defendable um he wasn't good shooting that way he now he has a very solid and fluid shooting motion I've seen a few of his offseason training moves he's been trying to work more on his dribble drives and attacking to the rim which I think is good for him also I saw him working on a step back which is good for him so that's good for Lonzo and that's good for us in Chicago let's go ahead I didn't have my jersey on today because I wanted to keep it on the wall so why not keep it on the wall I think Lonzo will help that I also think Lonzo is going to help 
help the Bulls um, escalate the amount of three-point attempts that they take, which obviously DeMar DeRozan isn't going to be shooting a lot of threes. So I think Lonzo will probably take a lot more threes this year. Um, I actually think that the Bulls, who ranked 17th last year in the NBA in terms of three-point field goal attempts, I think they'll, um, I'm sorry, they they only took 34 um three-point field goal attempts per game last year. I think this year, expect that number to be more around 40, and mainly that will be because of one Lonzo ball, as well as I think AC Fresh will probably take about three to four threes a game. Last year, the Bulls were passing their ass off. They actually ranked um, eighth in the league in terms of assists at 26.8. This year, I actually look for the Bulls to be a top five assist team in the NBA. Billy Donovan does a good job of getting his teams to shoot the basketball and being able to get them to share the basketball. He even got Russell Westbrook and Paul George to both average some of their career high in terms of assists when he was coaching them and they were underneath his tutelage. Also, I look for the Bulls defense to get exponentially better this year. Last year, the Bulls ranked 28th in terms of steals and 27th in terms of blocks. I think DeMar DeRozan will be a guy that will come in and get you a steal game. I think Lonzo Ball at his height and at his peak should be able to give me two to two and a half steals a game because I think he can be that level defender. You also have a guy like Alice Caruso. I think he will um, you know, provide more steals and defensive opportunities. And I look for Patrick Williams to take another step this year and maybe not necessarily score that many points. I look for Patrick Williams to really average around 13 to 14 to 15 points per game. But I look for him to be a demon on defense. And guess what? The Bulls don't need him to do anything much more than that. Ronnie Brewer, um, guys like Keith Bogans, they got away with scoring five and six points per game while they were on the Bulls with the MVP Derrick Rose. So I'm I'm not necessarily looking for Patrick Williams to, uh, you know, you know, to light it up on the scoreboard, but I do think that he will be very, very effective overall for this team as we go forward. And last year, the Bulls gave up 111.6 points per game, which was kind of in the middle of the league, in the middle of the pack. But obviously, we did not make the playoffs. So we want to make the playoffs this year. This is what I'm looking for. And finally, to close it out, the Bulls have a bona fide big three. We have a big three, and really, I think we have a big four, right? I think we have a big four. I think the Bulls have a big four with Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Vucevic, and Lonzo Ball. I believe that Lonzo Ball has never been coached by a coach that actually believes in him, and I think that the closest thing we've gotten to Lonzo Ball being coached by a coach that believes in him was Stan Van Gundy, and Stan Van Gundy couldn't survive more than one year in New Orleans as the head coach. So as we move forward, Next year, I already told you, I'm looking for Lonzo Ball to come out and give me at least 15 to 16 points per game. Give me at least six rebounds to seven rebounds a game. Give me at least seven to eight assists per game next year on 45% shooting from the field goal range. And as long as he can shoot 39% or above or 38% or above from the three-point line, that is a vastly successful year for Lonzo Ball. And if the Bulls go where I think they can go, which I'm taking the Bulls right now, you can book it. They will be the number three seed in the NBA. They will win 50... The Bulls will win 53 games this year. They will be the number three seed in the NBA next year. Um, and I believe that the Chicago Bulls will get to the Eastern Conference Finals because I look for Brooklyn to be number one seed. I look for the Bucks to be the number two seed. And I look for the 76ers actually to be the fourth seed because I think that they will take a step back. And if they don't take a step back, I look for either the Bucks or the Nets to take a step back. But one of those teams will not be the three seed next year. The, the three seed will be the Chicago Bulls with their big four. And I think we could wind up, especially with as much star power, as many national television games as we should 
should get next year. We should at least get 20, Adam Silver. I'm talking to you. Please, big guy, help us out. Give us 20 national TV games next year. We got stars on stars on deck. We ready to go. And I think that the Bulls will have a big four. I think Zach Levine will average 26. I think DeMar will average 23 to 24. I think Vucci Main will average 19 and, and at least 10 or, or 12 rebounds a game. I think that both uh, of, of, of Vucci Main and DeMar will command the mid-range. I think Zach Levine will be your long-range sniper and shooter as well as, I'm sorry, Zach Levine will be a long range shooter as well as Kobe White off the bench. Um, and I think that this team will play gritty. They will play dirty. If Zach Levine wants to be who Pavi thinks he is, which Pavi thinks Zach Levine can be an MVP one day or MVP caliber player. Pavi is my co-host on my show Hoops and Brews or on our show Hoops and Brews, which we co-host. Um, trust me. He has to get better at being a at being a defensive player and at distributing the basketball. And I understand Zach Levine averaged a career high in assists last year or was close to it, but I don't care. I need to see more. I need to see more. The thing that I didn't like about what I saw with Devin Booker in the finals was that he was that you know that he was unable to create shots for anyone not named Devin Booker. And he could give you forty, but he couldn't go out and give you forty and give you ten. He couldn't go out and give you forty and eight. And that's what I wanted to see from him. But I. I wanted to see it every single night and if he wasn't scoring which I believe he had a game in which he scored um you know although he did score 40 twice in the finals he scored 20 in a couple of them games and I believe he scored 10 in one game or somewhere close to that so you have to get you have to be able to do other things people can say what they wanted to about Kobe but Kobe made it a point well okay y'all want to tell me I don't distribute enough I'm gonna pass the ball the whole game to all these bums and we're gonna see what happens and we saw what happened they lost and then the people was mad at Kobe saying he quit he didn't quit he had a point to prove Zach Levine now you have pieces there is no more I don't have the pieces there is no more campaigns in the starting lineup there is no more um, any of those G League guys there's no more Cristiano Felicio getting 64 four million dollars from the bulls you have a squad you have two other perennial all-stars and lonzo ball who i think will be a generational talent and i think will continue to and actually every episode hot take of the episode lonzo ball has three years left on his deal in chicago this is my hot take um let me write this down this is um eight slash 21 um hot take this is my hot take. Lonzo Ball will finish. Let's go. Lonzo Ball finishes top 10 in MVP voting before his deal is up. All right. All right. Oh, before. <laughs> Sorry. Deal ends all right lonzo ball whoa i'm spelling like an idiot right now lonzo ball will be top 10 in nba mvp voting before his contract with the bulls ends i said it august 2021 i'm gonna put it up here on the wall every week we're gonna add a new one you can book that take that book that take that to the bank take that to the bank and until next time it's your boy tpj 
Hopefully by the next episode, we will have some more updates on one Laurie marketing and where he goes, because of course he will not be a Chicago bull next year unless he decides to take less than $15 million a year. So as always, I appreciate you. You can feel free to follow me. Now I have a Twitter account specifically for this Bulls fans podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls fan pod. Or you can follow my personal page at RealTPJ. But that Bulls Fan Pod is coming for you. Also, make sure you follow me on TikTok at Bulls Fan Pod. I'm on there as well. We will be dropping the hot takes upon takes upon takes upon takes. And we will be holding the Chicago Bulls accountable all year long because I see greatness in this team. And if we do not get greatness from this team, we're getting mediocrity. And guess what? I don't believe that the Chicago Bulls is an organization that should hang their hat on mediocrity. I, if when I was born, Michael Jordan, well, not the year I was born, but the same decade I was born, Michael Jordan delivered six rings to the Chicago Bulls. We have not gotten to a finals or gotten a ring since. It is time to end the mediocrity. I'm sorry, the mediocrity. We have a new front office. We have a new coach. We have two new stars. Well, actually, we got three new stars because really we got Vucci in the second half. So it is time for the mediocrity mediocrity to end and it is time for the dynasty the new dynasty the new era actually that's what i'm dubbing it the new era the new red when we get here when we get to the championship when we win that ring i'm gonna come on here and i'm gonna shed tears because i remember the days of seeing eddie robinson I remember the days of, of, of Andres Nocioni. Shout out to the Bulls legend when we was just mediocre i'm sorry we was just mediocre and he was out there giving his all I remember when we thought Nico, um, I'm sorry, Nikola Miritich was going to be decent and then he got punched in the face by Bobby P. I remember those baby bulls. I remember, I remember drafting Kirk Heinrich. I remember all of it. I remember D-Wade, Carmelo, and LeBron rumors about them coming to the Bulls, but the front office couldn't get it done. I remember the rumor of Chris Bosh, LeBron James, and D-Wade Jones in the Bulls, or the rumors of, of Dwayne Wade and LeBron coming to the Bulls, but Derrick Rose didn't want to I'm sorry, recruit him, and the management was like, well, whatever. I remember days of Keith Bogans averaging five points. I remember days of Ronnie Brewer averaging five points. I remember when they signed Pal Gasol. Uh, I remember when we got Ben Wallace and it didn't work. I remember when we got, uh, um, did we get Chauncey? Did we get Chauncey? No, I don't think we got Chauncey. Um, um, who was it? I remember signing Rip Hamilton when it didn't matter. I remember all of it. I remember all of it. So I'm sick of the mediocrity. Let's get it. I'm 53 wins. 53 wins. That's what I'm saying. 53 wins in Chicago. 53 wins and nothing less, bro. That's what I want to see. 53 wins. All right. I said it here today. 53 wins. We are sick of the mediocrity. Bring back the greatness. We couldn't bring, you know, back Derrick Rose. That's fine. Go get your bag, D. Rose. Shout out to you. But bring back the greatness. All right. Bring our bulls back. Let's go. I'm out. <laughs>